Hi, welcome back to Social Sanity or Lack Thereof. I'm Ashley. I'm Christy. And we've gone to video. Pardon my video quality. It's not great. I'm on a laptop. Go figure. But we figured <laughs> this, you know, pre-love season, self-love and otherwise, we should talk about spooky things. Yay! So we're going to be talking about the paranormal today. I yeah. myself have not had a many paranormal encounters on purpose because I'm a chicken. But um, <laughs> yeah, Kirstie is well steeped in the paranormal. She loves paranormal and has gone on paranormal walks. I didn't go. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so tell us. You start us off with, like, what are some of your experiences with the paranormal? Like, have you had any? Were they terrifying? Were they peaceful? Like, um, <clears throat> I've never had any terrifying. Okay. Mine started out when I was little. Um, I think I was probably seven or eight. Mm -hmm. um, I can remember being in my bedroom at night it was time, like, I was trying to go to bed, and, mm -hmm. you know, obviously, we're millennials, our bedtime was nine o'clock, so <laughs> I was, like, laying in bed, <laughs> and I could hear music, and it sounded like a Victrola playing, like, old music. Excuse me? Yeah, and I was, like, laying in bed like this, like, with the blanket, and I was, like, I mean, it wasn't like terrifying, but it was scary mm -hmm. for me because like what the crap eight, is that? Seven or eight, you right. know? Yeah, and I'm like, where is that coming from? Mm -hmm. And my radio was not on, mm -hmm. and because I like looked over, I had the, you know one of the big stereos with mm -hmm. the really big knob like this. Oh yeah, knob <laughs> the volume dials. Remember yeah. that? <laughs> dials. <laughs> But I like lay there and looked at it and it sounded like it was coming from my closet. And my closet was right next to the radio. But like I said, I verified my radio was not on. Mm -hmm. And I was just laying there like, and it just kept going. And I guess eventually I fell asleep, but I just like laid there like, I don't know what to do. Um, yeah. And then I told, I don't remember when I told uh, my mom about it, but it was not the like same day wasn't the next day mm -hmm. um I feel like it was several years later maybe mm -hmm. I don't know did and she hear anything she did not um but when I told her I feel like it was like that house ended up burning down uh. it was my great-grandmother's house and I grew up in that house like I lived there until like from the time I was born until I was 12 Oh, wow. um, and that's when we, we moved out. Well, my great grandmother still, uh, lived there, mm -hmm. um, but she was bedridden. So like we, like my mom, when she moved out, she wasn't able to, she wasn't taking care of her anymore, mm. but other family moved in and was helping to take care of her. Mm. Um, and then uh, like, we decided we wanted to move back in. My grandmother was already, my great grandmother, she was already passed away by then. Right. We decided to move back in. And we were like fixing the house up. We were painting it, renovating, doing all the stuff. Mm -hmm. And one day we had a cop come to our house and knocked on the door and was like, you have a home that's um, 
over on Twin Oak Drive, right? And my mom was like, yeah. And he was like, your house is on fire. And we were just like, what? Holy cow. So this was like midnight when he came. Yeah. So we got up, like went over there and my mom, like she was so upset, you know, mm-hmm. because that my great grandmother had that house forever. And, right. it, you know, it was built, um, like right before she bought it, it was built. Someone else had ever lived in it. It was mm-hmm. just her mm-hmm. and the family, you know, and, um, I had told my mom, I said, you know, when I was little, there was like, it sounded like a Victrola playing like old music. I said, I didn't, I mean, I knew it sounded like old music back then, but I didn't know what a Victrola was or anything, but I knew like after hearing a Victrola, I was Mm -hmm. like, that was definitely a Victrola. Mm -hmm. And I told her about it and she was like, I wonder if there's anything. Cause like in, from my closet, there was a pull down, but it wasn't an attic pull down. Like it was like a. You could pull it down, but you couldn't climb up in there. It was oh, like, like a crawl space. Yeah, kind of like kind of like a crawl space. Okay. So, she said she wondered if there was anything like up there, mm-hmm. like after the house burned down. Like we walked through the house after it burned down, and we never saw anything. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was my first paranormal experience. Um, oh you know, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know like. I probably like I had heard about like ghosts and stuff, but mm-hmm. the thing is, is that I've always been drawn to the paranormal, and my mom has never told me like because mm-hmm. you know usually people don't like they're skeptical because mm-hmm. they grew up being told that it's not real, mm-hmm. and that's why they're skeptical. They're like, no, nah, because you know, mm-hmm. like my parents ingrained into me that that stuff's not real, so they they don't even sometimes they don't even knowingly like you know like mm-hmm. they don't know that that's why they're skeptical and it's because they've been told that their whole life mm-hmm. but my mom never told me that stuff like that wasn't real mm-hmm. so you know I like most children most you know children dogs you know cats they mm-hmm. all respond to stuff like that because they don't know any better you know right. or you know what I mean I'm saying they don't know any like- better like, but I mean, they weren't told it wasn't real, right? Like, you know they're I mean? more open to the encounters because, like, they're seeing it, they don't know how to shut it off, right? Like, it's like a pure and natural thing for them to feel and see and be empathically connected to energies around them, like, yeah, because they've just they've ne- they've never, like. Mm-hmm. You know, a cat or a dog that's sitting there staring at the ceiling. Something, yeah, exactly. Barking at something like there, looking like this, like they're Mm -hmm. watching something. They Mm -hmm. literally are watching things because they're not told to shut things like that off, right? So they know, like they're just looking at it because they see it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I firmly believe that, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I was never told that, and I was hearing that, and Mm -hmm. whatever. But after I told my mom. She said that she actually had an experience when she was a teenager in that house, in Ooh. my bedroom, because my bedroom used to be her bedroom. And she well, said she used to hear music. Yeah. And she said she had her window up, the window in the bedroom. She had it up. So she thought it was music outside, like somebody was blasting like she music outside. Like rationalized that it was nothing. Mm-hmm. She shut the window. Mm-hmm. 
and she could still hear it. It didn't sound muffled. Like, you know, when you shut a window, it shuts mm-hmm. the music off a little bit. Like, you know, it's more distant, more faint. Yeah. No, she said she still could still hear it plain as day. Ooh. So that validated it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, But that's like, that's the only thing I really had happen when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I've always been obsessed with it and I don't. I've never like shut it off or anything, Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't like sit here and welcome anything because you don't know what's going to come through. So I'm very, (laughs) I'm still, I'm open, but I'm still like my guards up, you know, right. I know that there's demons, there's Mm -hmm. things that are, there are other uneasy and like, maybe not like troublesome. Mm Mm-hmm things i feel that exist on a plane that we aren't familiar with Mm -hmm. and we only get little glimpses into it when you like feel nervous walking into like an old house or like you feel like you're going to be sick because like you smell something you know what i mean yep or like if you suddenly see like my thing is is like I can I I've had I wouldn't call them paranormal experiences. I would call them like recognition of like energy or like your ancestors or something because like I was having a really crappy day and I walked into Kroger and I was telling you this earlier but sharing with the pod um there were gladiolas. I I don't know if I'm saying that right. Gladiolas in the in the front of Kroger where they have the flowers and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was just having a really shit day. And I had been thinking about my grandmother the day before and that day. And I was like, oh, oh, duh. Hello. Hi. How are you? Mm-hmm. And it's like, so I bought myself some gladiolas, put them in a jar, and then walked around going, gladiolas, gladiolas, like she did. Because uh, uh, she loved red gladiolas. Yeah. So um and my mom had grown some at the end of our yard so it's like I think in times of when I'm stressed or I'm not feeling right or something like that like I feel like my granny especially because I spent a lot of time with her as a child yeah so I think like sometimes like her spirit or energy I'm reminded of her spirit or energy by buttercups because she loved flowers and mm-hmm. we would get in trouble if we trampled the buttercups or ran over them with our bikes. So, like, if I see them, like, I get a little teary because I'm like, oh, hi. Or, like, butterflies. Like, I like mm-hmm. right after she passed away, I got, I saw so many butterflies. And I hadn't seen, like, butterflies in years. But I would just see them everywhere and they would land on me. And I'm like, hi, how are you? Yeah. I'm making a point to when a unusual insect or arachnid or whatever (laughs) you never know (laughs) comes near me like there were caterpillars in our yard one time I'm always like hello who are you because it may not be somebody I know it just may be like a visitation of a kind spirit that's like hey how are you what you doing here on this (laughs) mortal plane I'm gone yeah but I just thought I'd visit as a butterfly. (laughs) 
you know, I feel with your experience, it sounds like you're intuitive. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're empathic, you're intuitive because I'm an empath. I'm definitely intuitive. There's no doubt like signs that you see like that, Mm -hmm. you realize it you. And as an empath Mm -hmm. for me, like I take on other people's feelings. Yes. So yeah. And girl, Mm -hmm. and let me tell you, I've actually learned, I was watching Tyler Henry, you mm-hmm. know, the psychic medium. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Okay. Well, I was just agreeing he does, with you. <laughs> he, has, <laughs> he has his own show on Netflix. Um, okay. And it's like, yeah, I think he might have like two shows. I don't know. But he does like a lot of celebrity readings now. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know any of the celebrities. Like he is literally lives under a rock. Like he doesn't know a lot of them. And he might know a couple of them here and there. But mm-hmm. he's like, I don't know what you do. What, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was talking about it with Megan Fox. Uh, she, I know you know who Megan Fox is. Yeah, I know who she is. Okay. So she was telling him <laughs> that she's very empathic. And that mm-hmm. she comes from like a long line of like psychics uh, mm-hmm. and intuitives. That her mom, her grandmother, her aunts, like all of that and he was like and she was telling him she's like I could never figure out why I would just get sudden anxiety for no reason and basically what she was saying was she would all of a sudden take on this emotion that like just came out of nowhere and Mm -hmm. it was like she would feel really depressed or she would feel really sad and she just couldn't figure out why Mm -hmm. and it would last for like a little while and then it would go away And he was like, that is how, you know, you're intuitive. Like you will literally get anxiety for no freaking reason. And I'm like, well, he just cracked the fucking code because here I am Mm -hmm. and I have anxiety all the time. And a lot of the time, I don't know what my anxiety is from. It will literally hit me out of nowhere, Ashley. Like you don't know what triggers it? I don't. I don't know what's triggering it because like, I'll be doing something that I'm not thinking about anything. I'm like working out, listening to music, like while Mm -hmm. I'm working out, cleaning the house or something. And then I can have a full blown anxiety attack, like, or I can just feel super sad. I can feel super depressed. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've been thinking this whole time, there's something wrong with me. I feel like maybe I'm depressed and I need to be on medication. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I've been like this for so long. I feel like that could be an intuitive thing. Mm -hmm. And part of being an empath is taking on other emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's what he was telling her. He's like, you're taking on like other people's emotions. Like even Mm -hmm. if they're like in spirit form, whatever, like you're taking that on, they're there Mm -hmm. with you. And I think that's why it hits me because, I mean, I know like the difference in having anxiety and having the anxiety attacks uh, because I'm thinking about something and I'm actively thinking about it. And it's like, right, but worse. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know. Yeah. I, I totally hear what you're saying. But like, it's a sudden, it's like sometimes I feel like I'm going to cry. Yeah. For no reason. I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm, um, I might be mopping the floor or like, putting clothes in the laundry or like i'm like oh god like I'll, i'm just like it's like i'm not sad i'm not depressed right. feel great i'm on my medication feel good but it's just like this you know how like when you get that behind your eyes like it kind of burns and then you're mm-hmm. like oh i'm gonna cry yeah but like feeling right before you cry mm-hmm. yes and i'm like oh no i'm like and i'm like <gasps> And then I'm like, I've literally witnessed you do that before. Huh? I 
I can remember you and I, I don't remember if we were talking on the, like if we were doing a zoom or Mm -hmm. no, I think it was in person. I feel like I saw you cry, but you weren't sad. Yeah. Like you were saying that you couldn't figure out why you cry, but you like Mm -hmm. literally were not sad. You didn't even have the crying voice that goes right like you know like you get the thing normal yeah and it's like just tears like it's just like like it hits you and then you're like you start to cry and then it goes away yeah and it just doesn't come back and i'm like what yeah i'm like okay that's weird and like i'll be driving down the road and be like not thinking about anything probably singing off key or listening to a book and then i'm like like it just it hits me and I'm like, am I gonna have to pull over? And I'm like, what was I thinking about though? Like I try to think about like what am I feeling depressed? And like go through the, you know, right. All the, you know, symptoms and stuff like that and like try to think yeah. about it. And it's like, no, I'm good. Like I feel good. I don't feel sad. Something strange just happened. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that that has happened on the interstate repeatedly. And really? I'm thinking that's weird because like the way I have to drive is like there's a guardrail on a piece of steep median mm-hmm. and like last month it was not all crumpled and rolled up mm. but then it was when you went over it. You all there it was like two weeks later, someone hit okay. it. And I noticed that there are a lot of like uh what do you call them? Tire tra- tire tread marks. Skid marks. Yeah, skid marks. That those. Um skid marks on the road right there. And like mm-hmm. I was just driving by and like I like it hit me. Like I wasn't gonna cry, but like something like I gotta chill. And I was like did somebody die right there or something like it was like a full body like like you know how like when you get a chill and it like runs all the way down your back and then back up your head and like just all over your body yeah yeah well it's like i was like that was fucking weird and i was Mm -hmm. like may this spirit go on in peace because don't be following me i'm not prepared to be haunted girl see and that that's that's the hard thing is like shutting it off Mm -hmm. you know trying to and I I feel like a lot of like the psychics and the mediums and intuitives Mm -hmm. I feel like they have like a lot of them now they're Mm -hmm. used to it so they can they learn how to shut it off Mm -hmm. and you know because they have to have some peace I can only imagine if I were seeing stuff all the time or hearing things all the time, that would drive me crazy. You would not be able to live your life if you couldn't shut it off. Like if you just randomly got messages constantly. Yeah. Like Like, it's one thing like, okay. So like for you, mm -hmm. you are constantly, those are your messages. Like when you're Mm -hmm. seeing things, you're seeing the butterflies, you're seeing the caterpillars, you're seeing the gladiolas, like those are your messages and luckily that's like the type of stuff that i see mm-hmm. but if i had to hear that shit Ooh, girl. but excuse me the dead could you please be silent be of being silent immediately yeah cease and desist especially, especially those ones that are like not at rest 
Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. trying to get a message out to Girl. somebody that will listen, you know. That's why mm-hmm. I didn't want to buy an older house. Call mm-hmm. me a chicken. But I was like, I do not want to buy an older house. We live in the South. I don't know if you can tell. But I'm like, I don't want to, I don't know. No. I Same girl. That. Old houses are beautiful. Oh, stunning. They're absolutely beautiful. I would love one, but I don't, I'm the same way. I don't want to live there because I already like, I got like, cause you know, you and I, we both live in brand new houses. Like when yes. we bought them, they were brand new. Right. No one, no has one else there. has lived in either of our houses. Exactly. And the thing is, is like, we don't know what was here before that our house was built on. Um, I do kind of feel like before I get into that, let me finish my thought. Because <laughs> ADHD be like, remind me, cemetery. Okay, okay. cemeteries. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's why I like I already have an issue with buying a house that's like 10 years old 15 years old even though that's mm-hmm. not that old no it's still old enough you don't know what the fuck happened in that house you exactly. don't know if somebody got killed in one room and they didn't tell you about it because by law they don't have to <laughs> you know what i'm saying you don't know you don't, don't know. know you don't um, know lots of people die in their houses you know even if it's natural causes i ain't trying to be a part of it i don't want to see it i don't want to hear it i'd rather not back to cemeteries okay back to cemeteries if you look up the map where my house is, mm-hmm. before when we first moved over here, mm-hmm. it wasn't on the map. Basically, obviously, because it was being everything around here was being built, oh the house. Right? Okay, I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like the house. Like mm-hmm. our street was on there mm-hmm. where they just had newly paved it, but everything around it, like all the houses that are around here, mm-hmm. none of them were on the map. It was all dirt. Mm-hmm. But over here, where my house is, it was trees. So I was like, okay, so I guess like, you know, there were trees there and they knocked them down um, in order to build, right? Mm -hmm. Well, found out that when you look on the map, like right where our neighborhood starts, Mm -hmm. it says Walden Cemetery. What hell? I said, come again? Come again? <laughs> Did I just read that right? Excuse me. I was like, excuse me. Um. Then I found out having a plumber come out here recently. Now this was recently, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm talking like two weeks ago. He came out here and he was like, he was gonna look. He was gonna run a camera down in our um the clean out is what they call it. Uh-huh. I don't know what else you could call it but where the water you know runs through and stuff whatever he was like i need to open your clean out he said i cannot get your clean out open he said and it's he said you have a cast iron clean out and he was showing me in the front yard by the bird bath that's where the clean out was and he's like Mm -hmm. i cannot get the lid off and i said okay me not knowing anything about clean outs Mm -hmm. and he said you know how old is your house and i said like three years Mm -hmm. and he said huh and I was like what and he said well the cast iron clean out that is for very old houses yeah 
He said, so it's interesting that your cast iron clean out is for this house and it's only three years old. And I'm like, well, it literally is three years old. So I don't know what you want me to tell you, but <laughs> here we are. And he was like, um, yeah, that's real, really weird. He said, well, I guess it could be like there must have been houses here before. Like there could have been houses here before and they just hooked it up to the cast iron like clean out. A lot of the times they don't dig them up and redo them. They just hook them up to whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't think there were houses here, bud, because, <laughs> because I make myself laugh. Um, when I look on the map, it mm -hmm. was showing nothing but trees here when we first moved over here. And he was like, Huh. like that's weird and then philip was saying that he thought maybe um maybe there were like like a house in the woods or something because mm -hmm. there was it was a wooded area so maybe it was just back in the woods and like all of this was woods there wasn't a street type mm -hmm. thing you know yeah i don't know it's weird but we do have some weird shit go on here i will say that it's weird i haven't i mean I don't know if I want to chalk it up to paranormal. I just know that it's odd. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. what? Sorry, <laughs> I'm clicking on stuff. <laughs> okay, so I think it was the first Christmas that we were here. Mm -hmm. So it was either 2019 or 2020, but I want to say it was 2019. Mm -hmm. We had our stockings hung up at the fireplace because that's basic white bitch Christmas. But I mean, that's where you put them. Like, where else are you going to put so them? You put them? You put the stockings on the little fire, on the mantle. On the, yeah. Yeah. See, so we had them hanging there. Mm -hmm. So we had, Phillips says dad, mine says mom. Then we had Michaela's, Justin's, Nicholas, the cats and the dogs. They all share, or the dog, they all share a stocking. Mm-hmm. Um, one day, like we were just sitting there watching TV mm -hmm. and Phillips stocking, the one that says dad mm -hmm. was twirling by itself. And I was like, and I looked up because I thought, okay, that must be like the vent because, you know, our vents are in the ceiling. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it must be the vent blowing on it. You know, looked sure. up. No, vent's not over there. Looked up. Fan's not on. And it just would twirl like this and then it would get slower and it would stop and then it would go back and forth like this and i got it on video because i thought it was really fucking weird that's bizarre yeah and here's here's the theory behind it mm -hmm. the fact that philip stocking said dad mm -hmm. i felt like that was probably philip's dad like messing with his stocking because you know tom was like a little prankster a little yes. jokester so i feel like that was him was like, like no hey and doing the dad yeah. one yeah like not only does it say dad but it's also phillips and that's his son right. you know right that's that's kind of what i felt like that's what i felt like like his um like he's just time to visit y'all exactly and girl another experience i had mm -hmm. we'll be back okay and you will tell us okay. more about your paranormal experiences 
Welcome back to Social Sanity or lack thereof. So we left off uh, where I was going to tell about a story mm-hmm. um, when I was laying in bed. When I, it, this was literally two nights after my great aunt passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know, my aunt Louise, uh, she passed away in January of 2021. Um, I was very close with her mm-hmm. and so she was my mom's aunt, but obviously my great aunt, um, she was my soul sister and my cat just walked, <laughs> <laughs> she just walked in front of it. You could see her tail. Oh, I um, didn't see it. I was, yeah. Kind of having a... <laughs> she oh. was like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> I'll bet you. She just sneezed. She said, <laughs> uh, anywho. So she was like, I don't know. She was just like my soulmate. I don't know how to explain it, but I look a lot like she did when she was younger. It's really weird. Interesting. Um, yeah. My cousin was like, I was going through her stuff and I found her driver's license. And this was back when my aunt was still alive. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I looked at it and I was like, is that Christy? And then she said, what? And she showed her the driver's license and she was like, oh my God, that looks like Christy. <laughs> and it was my great aunt and I was like holy shit like just mm-hmm. you know this right here mm-hmm. exactly the same it's weird mm-hmm. um yeah except for her hair was up in like you know like the beehive do because that was what was in back then okay okay yeah so I at least I know I look good with a beehive do <laughs> um anyway so she passed away I think it was January 29th I want to say it was either mm-hmm. 25th or 29th Mm -hmm. uh 2021 a couple days after um well uh, let me take that back when she was on her deathbed she was in hospice Mm -hmm. and I came to see her because this was the last time I was going to be able to see her right um and I had leaned over to her you know Mm -hmm. she was on morphine so she was knocked out right but she was like she would come to and mm-hmm. she would be complaining of pain um but that's you know whatever right that's another story um but I leaned into her and I was like and I called her Annie's mm-hmm. y'all don't understand I had to call her Aunt, I called her Aunt E's from the time I was little because I couldn't say Louise as a little toddler so <laughs> I always said Annie's mm-hmm. that's all I could get out and it stuck and that I'm the only one that ever called her that but my uh I've got you know two sons one's autistic he's nonverbal, but the other calls her or called her Annie's too so it was just us it was our thing right um but I totally set the bar for that right anyway (laughs) but I asked her if she would uh do something to show to me that she was going to still be around after she died. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, can you like move the coaster on my nightstand? I said, move something on my nightstand. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, she didn't respond, but I knew she heard me. So two nights after she passed away, I woke up. It, I don't know what time it was. I just know that I woke up mm-hmm. to a black, figure against my wall like my nightstand is like to my right here Mm -hmm. so my bed is like you know right next to it 
Right. So over on this wall right here, I mm -hmm. saw a figure like a, a human. Mm -hmm. So I like, like it shocked me because I wasn't expecting it. I hadn't even thought about it or nothing um, right. for that to happen. And I feel like the way that the figure looked mm -hmm. like my aunt, my aunt wasn't like a big lady, but she was right. like a little heavy set. Mm -hmm. um, and it just looked like her figure when I kept thinking about it over and over. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, holy shit. Like, I'm pretty damn sure that was my fucking aunt. So. So she like there's that story. Well, she said she wanted you told her to let her let you know. Yeah, I did. And even though I was like, can you move like my coaster on my nightstand? I said, or do something. And I mm -hmm. did say, or do something. So she I really feel like she was right there by the nightstand. Mm -hmm. She's by the so nightstand. I really feel like that was her. Or like, maybe it just like felt like it. Like, you know how like um someone passes away like you like you remember things about them that are like I don't know like your memories about them are more prevalent right after they pass away and it's, mm -hmm. I feel like maybe like that's what keeps some people holding on is those mm -hmm. memories like the energy of those memories so mm -hmm. maybe maybe that was her maybe she was like hey I'm here. I'm gonna go do yeah. something else. But hey, girl. Exactly. I gosh. Okay, so I have another story. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll try to make it snappy. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a dream, and this was not that long ago. And I don't remember if I told you about, about this, Ashley. So I, mm -hmm. if I did, like I likely texted it to you. But if I did not, you about to hear it. Okay. So I had a dream about my aunt. Mm -hmm. um, I was sitting in a, it, it looked like I was in an apartment complex lobby, but it was really big. Like the ceilings were super high. It looked mm -hmm. really fancy. Everything was white. Okay. The mm -hmm. furniture, the floor, the walls, everything. Mm -hmm. And I was just sitting there like I was waiting on someone. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I see my aunt walking and she's walking with a tall man that he had like whitish hair, barely had any hair on top. He was in like a suit. Um, mm. She was all in all white. And she was walking interlocked, like her arm was in his arm. Aww. And she was laughing and she turned around. Okay. So barring interruptions, continue, please. <laughs> so I saw my aunt walking with the older man that was taller mm -hmm. than her. I could not see his face, mm -hmm. but she was wearing all white and she turned around and looked at me and I got up and I walked to her mm -hmm. and she said, well, honey. And she just wrapped her arms oh. around me and I could actually, I could smell her. What? I could literally smell her. Oh. Yes. And I like woke up crying, but it yeah. was like happy tears because I right. felt like that was a visitation dream. Mm -hmm. um, and I told my mom about it and she said, I said, I don't know who the man was that she was walking with. I couldn't see his face. Mm -hmm. And she said, I wonder if it was her dad <gasps> and it dawned on me yes. and I was like, 
because I've only seen a couple pictures of her dad. Mm-hmm. His name was Claude. Mm-hmm. Um, they called him Claudie. Uh, but I only saw two pictures of him. And in mm-hmm. one of them, he was wearing a hat. And the other, he wasn't wearing a hat at all. Mm-hmm. And he had very thin hair and it was white hair. Um, and in the second picture that I saw him, he was wearing a suit. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. He was dead in the casket in that second picture. And it was, a he was wearing a black suit in the dream. And I was like, mom, that was literally him. I just didn't see his face, but mm-hmm. I know that had to be him because she mentioned it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, it does. It looks like him. Holy cat. So that was a visitation dream. Girl. Holy cat. Then I can, I yeah. can just see her going, well, honey. Like I can see her in my brain. Like, yes. Like, oh my God. Like I can picture her saying that and like her wrapping her arms. Around, oh my God. Yeah. That was a visitation dream. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. Girl. It was something else. I like could not get over it. As soon as I woke up, I, I like typed it up on my phone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Daylin Spratt from the Ghost Brothers. I personally am not particularly familiar i'm learning i just started watching ghost brothers and i'm already getting chills and it is awesome but welcome <laughs> to the pod you know what i welcome. appreciate it. thank you for not acting like you are a huge fan of ghost brothers <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not but chrissy she knows all the things of the paranormal so um yeah just uh, chrissy take the wheel <laughs> <laughs> okay all right um i've got some stuff typed up here because i'm not the best at coming up with stuff on the fly so <laughs> nope. okay so guys if you have never heard of the ghost brothers first of all what rock are you living under ashley not pointing Hi. fingers Hi. <laughs> um so for those of you that are not familiar with the ghost brothers they are the first black paranormal investigating group in television history, I believe. Is that right, Dale? I, I would say so. I think so. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, their show is streaming on Discovery+. Plus. You can watch it on Travel Channel. You can also catch their podcast, which is Urban Legends. Um, I'm a big fan of the podcast, too, by the way. I love it. <laughs> so, Dalen, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little pissed off. DoorDash. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah man it's one of those days where you're in the house working i'm actually editing footage for my youtube series the graveyard shift and i ordered some food and they left it on the street and someone picked it up <laughs> it's all on camera oh, <laughs> like, no. What? Yeah, <laughs> no with anything but that's paranormal <laughs> damn door dash. <laughs> dash oh my gosh oh my gosh all right so um thank you again for being the guest today our podcast uh is all about the paranormal not only do you have a show on the travel channel but you have ventured out uh during your off season by firing up your youtube channel as you mentioned the graveyard shift mm-hmm. um how long have you been doing the graveyard shift now you know what's wild this is january i've only mm-hmm. been doing the graveyard shift maybe eight or nine weeks <laughs> like <laughs> Like, I mean, since the idea even came in my head, it was like two months ago. And so, yeah, so it's 
brand spanking new, but it's it's catching fire and I love it. People are really taking to it. I think it's so cool and like I'm enjoying it just as much as Ghost Brother. Yeah. Well, I know I enjoy it. So every Friday I'm like, yeah, on my YouTube, like, where's that at? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Um, so what inspired you to start the graveyard shift? Well, I just every single day, literally, I get messages like when your new Ghost Brothers episodes, when a new Fright Club episodes coming, and I'm with you, but it's just so much that we don't have control over when it comes to television. Like you're yeah. just waiting for you. Like uh, right now, it's Kindred Spirits and Destination Fear. They're up to bat. <laughs> and you just wait in queue <laughs> until it's your yeah. turn. And for me, it just, I feel like it takes too long. And I want to keep the supporters interested. Mm-hmm. So I was just trying to find a way that I could keep doing investigating that isn't going to break the bank. Because, you know, people try to charge you to go to locations and they just get mm-hmm. real beside. And I figured, cemeteries and graveyards are free <laughs> yeah <And they're- laughs> yeah that's smart that's smart I appreciate that uh because I'm I'm so into the paranormal it's like insane I just I I mean that's all I ever watch is like discovery plus because that's about the only place I can find anything paranormal yeah and when I saw on your page on your Instagram that you were coming out with the YouTube channel I was like Hold up. I where is this been all my life? Because I needed this. This is what right. I need to feed my paranormal addiction. <laughs> so I appreciate it. <laughs> um, okay, so so far you've been to a handful of graveyards. You've gone to Texas, you've gone to Georgia, California, Hawaii. Do you plan to travel like all over the US filming the graveyard shift? Yes, a hundred percent. I want to go all yet. over the world. Like I want to take go on the world. That would be so cool. I yeah, love that. that. That's the that's the ticket. That's what I want to do. Awesome. So, okay. So do you just like hop in the car, go somewhere, and if you see a graveyard, you're like, time to clock in. That's <laughs> exactly what I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. What I literally, if, if, that's those are the best ones. It's funny. Yesterday I was at Chipotle, and I know this sounds like, hey, well, you just don't cook, bro. You go to DoorDash, you go to Chipotle. But yeah, yesterday I was at Chipotle, and I looked across the street, and there was like a random cemetery with like twenty headstones, and I was like, I have to go. There. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go. Awesome. Uh, probably tomorrow. Yes. So we can look forward to that like soon. You'll probably upload that one next week or so. Probably next week. Probably awesome. next week. Yeah. I can't I wait for tonight. Yes. I have a question. Um, so can you guys hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So where we live, there will be like a house and then like a little tiny like a group of headstones around a fence. Do you come across a lot of those? You said there's a yeah, in every almost every cemetery, especially the older okay. older ones, I VIP section. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> VIP section of the cemetery when they when they when it's roped off. Okay. <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be famous or be important. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Bill Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see. Um. Sorry, I lost my place here on my big notes here (laughs) okay so which 
which of the cemeteries so far has been your favorite one? Ooh. Visually, I love Oakland Cemetery in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, but I had the probably most fun doing the um, Lee Harvey Oswald episode. Oh, I'm okay. Illegally filmed. Right. <laughs> in the museum. <laughs> Where he the president. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like getting I like breaking the law in my series. Yes. <laughs> if you gotta jump a fence or something too, you know, you're just gonna jump it. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> I love it. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> okay, so which one would you say was like the most active? Uh That's interesting because what's crazy is every place that I've been to, okay, I can answer that question. So every cemetery I've been to, I feel like has been active in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. There's all great conversations and just dope. But when I was at Oakland Cemetery, I've been there probably like four times. I filmed there a few, but then I also go there to shoot what we call B-roll footage, which is behind the scenes footage. Mm-hmm. So if you ever see like my stories, I will post a video of the camera just panning across uh, a, a tombstone or panning across a mausoleum. Mm-hmm. So I was inside of the Oakland Cemetery in Atlanta, which is one of the oldest cemeteries in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I was shooting this footage. Y'all, hand to God. <laughs> in the corner of my eye, I see a man standing with his arms crossed, staring at me okay. as I'm filming. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh shit, that must be like, in the corner of my eye, I'm like, oh, that must be somebody that works here or like just watching what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I turn and that man was gone. And it wasn't like I thought I saw somebody. Like I can tell you what he was wearing. Mm-hmm. Like he had oh, a a plaid, a red, a burgundy striped plaid shirt, long sleeve, mm-hmm. and his arms were crossed. Like I clear as day saw him in the corner of my eye. Holy I shit. Looked, I looked just as fast and he was gone. And I knew what it was. Ever since I've been doing a graveyard shift, like I I feel like every cemetery and graveyard has an a, an overseer or a watcher mm-hmm. or like a manager. Yeah, and I that's who I had bumped into. I felt like he was there, kind of looking at me, checking me out. Mm-hmm. And when I saw him here, I was just like, "Hey, I'm Dalen. I have a show called The Graveyard Shift on YouTube, <laughs> and I'm just here <laughs> who may not have been talked to in a long time. I come in peace and love and harmony. <laughs> and I, I, he didn't show back up. I felt like that's all it took. Yeah. You know what I'm saying just to know that I wasn't there on no on no BS. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I like I just I love stories like that. Like to hear you see something and like you turn and it's gone. Like I was just talking to Ashley before we started podcasting and I had an experience with my great aunt. Um I like right before she passed away, I asked her if she would please like do some I said, Can you move the coaster that's on my nightstand? I have a coaster that I put my drink on every night. So can you move that or do something is what I said in her ear. I said, or do something. Two nights after she passed away, I woke up abruptly and there was a figure on my wall next to my nightstand. And it looked like I was shocked because I wasn't expecting it. And I wasn't thinking anything about my aunt because it just abruptly woke me up. And I was like, (gasps) I literally did like that. 
and then realized the shape of it and it flashed like it just went away and it was like her figure it looked like her shape oh wow crazy yeah crazy I, I, yeah. I've had like experience like experiences since I was a little kid so it's been um I think that's what I'm sorry say that again you're it was breaking up a little bit I was saying that just lets you know you got to be careful what you ask for you're right <laughs> right, you're right. <laughs> so hopefully that was my <laughs> right oh lord I don't want like a well I was gonna say I don't want like a rosemary or anything following me around but She's not doing anything. She's just there, right? Well, we don't know yet. And someone put up a good suggestion in the comments. They were like, I should go to a neutral place. So not like a cemetery, not a graveyard, maybe just like a, a open field or a parking lot mm -hmm. and try to hear a box session and try to get in contact with Rosemary or Mary Ellen and just have a full out conversation. Like, who are you <laughs> and why following us from every location? Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm going to yeah, you should do that. I'm I'm interested to see like what happens. It is funny how that voice comes through there. And then, you know, or, you know, that name comes through there. Uh, for me, I'm thinking, you know, you use the spirit box on your phone and I'm like, well, what if it's just like the app? Like what yeah. if it's fucking with him? And, you know? Yeah. That, that's what I thought. But then I'm like, well, you know, you never know. It yeah. could just be, maybe somebody's trying to get a message out yeah. somehow I or has a message for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I try to debunk everything. Like I, my immediate mm -hmm. brain goes to, all right, that's a pre-recorded name in there, or maybe this is working like a, a walkie-talkie, and somebody maybe there is a Rosemary that has this app in yeah. London somewhere in our <laughs> cross. <laughs> like a Rosemary's right. baby. Yeah, right. But I, I, I don't <laughs> know. But too many things and responses have come out of that spirit box that have been spot on for me mm -hmm. to think anything otherwise. Right. Yeah. yeah. Would you um, ever... Okay, so... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Would you ever do like a different form of communication like beside the spirit box like auto writing or um, like dice or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, anything that I'm familiar with. Like, I, okay. I don't think I know how to do writing. I've seen people, but I don't think I have that talent. Okay. But uh, I brought out the K2 meter. Mm -hmm. I have a rim actually right here, but I just broke it. It failed. Oh, dang. No, right? But uh, yeah, so I wanted to start the channel off very basic and then mm -hmm. give something to grow to. I'm going to okay. start implementing more SLS cams, EMF detectors, K2 meters. Mm -hmm. But you're definitely spot on start as the weeks progress implementing more and more equipment but i just wanted it to be very bare bones at first okay that makes sense yeah yeah <laughs> it's so real and raw like i love it that it's so basic yeah and it's not like it is on tv um okay so i saw you wearing the graveyard shift sweatshirt like yeah. the other day yeah where can we get that do you have it out yet yeah. it's so bad so that I made that at the mall. Like I was randomly at the mall. <laughs> like, hey, I could put anything on a hoodie. And I was like, anything you say? He was like, yeah. <laughs> and so I showed him the, the image and he put it on there. When I tell you it turned out so horrible, <laughs> like it, it's the worst thing ever. But I wear it to like work out in and stuff. But I'm working on 
great quality printing t-shirts right now. So I have a sample being made. And once that comes back, I'm going to release t-shirts and um, autograph photos that people okay, can get. That's it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, just if they okay. guys want to. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to release all of that. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I need a good hoodie. Yeah, 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 that's <laughs> so please. Where are you guys we're in, well, Ashley's in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and I'm in Smyrna, but we're like five minutes basically down the road mm-hmm. from each other. So <laughs> there's gotcha. some good yeah. graveyards here. Just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you should definitely come out here. There's a couple of them. There's Evergreen Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, we know we between me and Ashley, we probably know a lot of people buried over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I know like kids we went to school with are buried over there oh, that wow. you know passed away when we were mm-hmm. in high school. And all my um, family members family are in the members. same cemetery. Yeah. Oh. And mm-hmm. Rose Lawn. That one is yes. that one's in Smyrna as well. Like it's but it's like kind of the Murfreesboro Smyrna line they're like right next to each other mm-hmm. um but yeah Roselawn is that that one's huge and I've got family members uh buried over there as well but they're mm-hmm. beautiful too yeah uh, both cemeteries well are maintained yeah that's, dope. They that's are. Dope. I'm excited to take the show on the road man that's the plans so I would love to come through all those yeah. different places and, and yeah yeah I think yeah. that's dope yes that would be so exciting um, and then when you, when, if you ever go to like Murfreesboro or something, I'm going to be like, oh, y'all got to go. Y'all got to go watch this on YouTube, please. <laughs> this is like our local cemetery. Exactly. It's going to be big. I, I'm dedicating this whole year for sure to the graveyard shit, but like just okay. building it up. So like, every week I'm going to be dropping every week. So awesome. for sure. I love that. Okay. So I got some questions about ghost brothers, if you don't mind. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So. When do you begin filming the next season of Lights Out? Because I know you said it was few and far between, kind of, but yeah, yeah, we're waiting to hear back now. So hopefully, okay. we'll do something in the next few weeks. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. What would be your ideal date for the new season to air? Oh shit! Yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> two months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every day, every day of the week. No, I kind of like the October release. I like the mm-hmm. releasing in the October. That's kind of yeah. cool. Everybody's already in the Halloween spirit and they're looking for ghost stuff. And I like popping up around this. Yeah, it always gets me in the spirit. And I loved Ghosttober this year. Yeah. This, or this past year, I should say. It was so funny. Y'all did so good. I like, appreciate it. I, lo- I watched it several times. I was like, I love this. They are so funny. Because <laughs> you're not like... All of the ghost, you know, I mean, all of the ghost shows out there, they're all different. They have their different styles, um, you know, but I feel like like Ghost Adventures feels a little more serious. But yeah. Ghost Brothers is like y'all are lighthearted. And I love that. Like when there's a funny moment that happens, you're going to go with it and be funny with it. And right. I, I love that. Right. <laughs> it's very entertaining. I appreciate uh, that. Let's see. What is your favorite place that you have investigated while filming Ghost Brothers? Uh, I think probably the Allen House in Monticello, Arkansas, just because it was our first time investigating an actual house that a family was currently living in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a for our show, Haunted House Guests. 
So yeah, it was just cool to be seeing a family that was living in an actively haunted house and they were just okay with it. Yeah. They were just I literally watched that one today, <laughs> this morning. I was like, okay, we're going to be interviewing Dalen today. So I need to get brushed up on my ghost hunters or yeah. on my ghost brother. Sorry. <laughs> and I put it on and that was the first, it was season one, episode one of the first one. Cause y'all have like three different series, right? It's ghost brothers yeah. and then there's ghost brothers house guest and then lights yeah. out. Yeah. And lights yeah. out is the one you're, you're actively like going with. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that one was interesting. The Monticello, Arkansas one. Crazy. Um, what is the craziest experience that you've had while filming um, Ghost Brothers? And are there any crazy moments that were not caught on film? Yeah, yeah. I think for me, the craziest moment this season was probably uh, at Bobby Mackey's, the music world, where we were in the back, took pictures in this well and uh, yeah, we caught this face in some smoke. It literally looked like the face of the devil or what we would mm -hmm. imagine it would look like. So that was intense. And stuff that never made the show, um, season two, we were at uh, Cleveland, Ohio at the House of Wills. And uh, yeah, I did a mirror, mirror gazing experiment. And uh, yeah, my reflection, hand to God, smiled back at me in the mirror like I'm watching myself in the mirror staring at myself and my mouth opens up in a way that like like the Cheshire Bridge cat yeah. smile like a jokerish smile yeah. yeah mouth doesn't even move that way like I've never seen any type of I had never seen anything like it before and it wasn't until that that I started seeing clips on YouTube of like people looking in mirrors and like their face becoming distorted yeah like it's it was the craziest experience I've ever had. I remember that episode when you guys did the mirror thing. And I thought about like doing that, but then I was like scared because I was like, oh no, what if something comes through that mirror and it's not anything yeah. I want to deal with? Like I was terrified to do it, but it seems so interesting to just you're just staring in the mirror and just waiting. Like you don't really do anything. You're just like exactly. RBF. <laughs> exactly. Except, you know. For the joke or small. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, you have to just settle in the moment. But it, it was definitely intense and something that I probably wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't do it there ever again, for sure. Mm -mm. So I, like, with Bobby Mackey's Music World, um, you know, I can remember Ghost Adventures went there. And that was just the craziest thing. Like, that was the first time I'd ever even heard of Bobby Mackey's was watching them. And then when you guys went, I was like, oh shit it's about to go down because that place is so fucking haunted it's insane um the smoke thing was like absolutely crazy so uh, i just ugh, i get chills when i think, think about bobby mackey yeah. i'm like I, I don't think i could ever go there in person ever because i i would just i'd be deceased before i even walked in the door <laughs> and literally every weekend it's a live well i think every day it's a live functioning bar like people go there and have drinks and party and dance and line dance and listen to Bobby Mackey perform every week. <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> yep. How they do that. Side in the oh. back. <laughs> okay, yeah. so have have you ever brought home any spirits accidentally? Um, and if so, please tell us about that experience. No, fortunate enough, I have not. Like I, I say made up, I sage. And honestly, I just feel like my faith in God is way more than my belief in attachments. 
yeah. awesome. Like, I know they exist, but I just feel like I'm covered. But I'm also the same guy that feels like if I'm ever in a plane crash, I will be the only person that survived. Like, I'm one of those people mm -hmm. <laughs> that like, I feel like I'm going to always be all right. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that you, you are focused on your faith and that's all you need. Um, and your mom is a pastor. Is that right? Yeah. She's been my pastor since I was in the third grade. So probably almost 30. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I love For that. Sure. So what does For she sure. think about, I mean, cause I know you mentioned um, that she's like had a, a paranormal experience, like as a kid, wasn't that uh, the whole um the guy that like came in her house and stuff and her and her siblings yes. like saw him. She had a few instances when she was younger, but she never really talked about it. Like she had eight sisters. So I have eight aunts and mm -hmm. a grandmother had, they would always tell the stories. My mom would just kind of like confirm. She would never tell her perspective of it. Okay. And it was just, she just didn't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, now she's a pastor and, yeah, her belief is just, you know, pretty much demon and angel. Yeah. Anything in between is demonic. <laughs> like, there's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she she prays over me. She keeps me covered. And uh, she supports everything that I do. So she watches every episode. Aww. So it's cool. I love that. I love that. Because, you yeah. know, you can't, not, not everyone that's religious will believe in that stuff. Even though, like, there's solid proof in there that spirits exist there are ghosts mentioned in the bible so it's like you yeah. know they they do exist and i i i understand that you know i've got friends that um they're christian and they don't believe in anything they're like oh well i believe you when you say you experience yeah. it but i don't believe it happens and right, i'm right. like but see i'm open to it like i'm open but i'm also guarded you know like i try to keep a guard up because i'm like like you know, I want like, you know, like you were saying earlier, you got to be careful what you ask for. So I'm like, I'm open, like I'm not going to shut it out. But if it happens, it happens. And I, you know, believe it. But yeah. I'm still trying to make sure I'm OK. <laughs> yeah. So I understand. I understand. Well, y'all, I hate to have to rush off, but my little one is up there yelling and I hear. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I think well, y'all's time, and I hope that I can come back and get on the show again, and maybe bring Jawan and Marcus. Yes, please. yes, we would love that. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that earlier. I was like, oh, that would be awesome if, the, mm -hmm. if we could get all three of them on there at some point. Yeah. So we would love to like keep in contact with you if that's okay. Please do. Awesome. Check out and uh, yeah, for sure. I, I'll be sure to set that up for you guys. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you so you much for taking the, on the, the show. time. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. we appreciate oh, you so much. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh, thank y'all. Have a Thank right. you. And we're back and mildly starstruck. We had a great chat with Dalen Sprat. That rhymed. From the uh, Ghost Brothers. From the Ghost Brothers. And I am eager to binge watch all the things. Yes. Like the entire all of it and keep up because see i first watched him on youtube on the graveyard ship um Literally. so we talked with dalen mm -hmm. had a lovely chat with him and yes. i just i i've not had many experiences you've had way more experiences 
with the paranormal than I have. And you're also more <laughs> seeped in it than I am. So tell me about what happened today. Okay. So today I was working mm-hmm. out in my garage. Um, I have, which I know you already know, but right. the listeners and watchers, <laughs> followers, right. they don't know. But mm-hmm. I have a cable machine in there um, and I have dumbbells. So I had two 20 pound dumbbells and I'd set them on my seat of the cable machine. They were mm-hmm. like side by side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I set them there because I was like, I was supersetting. So I was going, you know, you know what supersetting is, yeah. but for those that don't know, I was supersetting and that means I'm going back and forth between some workouts. So I was doing like one set and was like going and doing another. Mm-hmm. And I went to go do another set across my garage mm-hmm. to the other side. And all of a sudden I heard a big crash and I turned around and looked and both dumbbells were on the floor. Both of like, them? Both of them. And I was like, how the fuck did that get on the floor? They were side by side mm-hmm. on the seat. They weren't at the edge. And even if they were, how did they both can't be at the edge. So how did they both get in the floor? Like, Okay, we're talking about dumbbells, the ones that like is like fists, like barbells, yeah, yeah, or dumbbells, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like they just like they can't roll off the seat. They're heck, like they're octagon shaped. They're yeah, they are like the hex or octagon, octagon, whatever it is. But Mm -hmm. they were flat. I have to make sure I put them flat, or they will for sure. Right, Um, but they were flat sitting on the seat and they were in the center of the seat and i was like they're not even anywhere near the end how the fuck did that roll off into the floor but i have things happen to me when i'm in my garage gym like Mm -hmm. this was last year or the year before i don't remember Mm -hmm. but i was working out in there uh nick my son his basketball was in there and all i remember is that i heard the basketball bouncing And I turned around and looked and it Mm -hmm. was like going across the floor, but it wasn't, it was literally sitting there and it was sitting with stuff like, cause Nick had put it in there like probably 30 minutes before at Mm -hmm. least cause he was outside playing basketball and then he went and put the ball up Mm -hmm. and it was sitting there. I saw it like sitting there when I was working out and then it just randomly was like, boop, 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 boop. And I was like, that's weird. Why is it? It's like, that is like the hot spot is my gym area. I don't understand that. So we were talking earlier about the cast iron uh, clear out thing that you had to get looked at. Clean out thing. The cl- yeah, yeah, the clean out thing. Where's that? Like, where is it in relation to your garage? It would be, so like, here's my garage and the driveway. Mm-hmm. So it would be off to the left where my bird bath is. And my bird bath is like directly in front of my patio. Mm-hmm. So it's like the center of the yard, pretty much the f- center of my front yard. Okay. Hmm. That's so weird. Like, why would the garage? I know. Like, I mean, maybe it's like the way that the house was built. Like, it's the, like. Hmm, I don't know. Like, I don't want to suggest or even think about doing like a 
I don't know, like a reading or something at your house because we don't invite mm-hmm. in things where we live. Well, you remember I had that I had that psychic uh reading. I wanted to. No, but I mean like in been, person. Yeah, I was about to say they've been like one was over the phone. Well, one was over the phone, one was over Zoom. But yeah. Right. Um now I do know that when I had that first one done, mm-hmm. there were names that were coming through that I did not know. Hmm. Like, okay, so it was it was me. Mm-hmm. Amber was there. Mm-hmm. Michaela, my stepdaughter, mm-hmm. my uh my son Nick. Mm-hmm. And Philip. So mm-hmm. it was all of us sitting mm-hmm. on the couch. So just us. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of what she kept saying that there was like a D name that was coming through. Um, she's like, I don't know what the first name is, but I just know it. there's a letter D. I don't know if that's first last name. I don't know. But this person, mm-hmm. she was like describing what she was seeing in their life. And she was saying that they like she was saying he so she was pretty positive it was mm-hmm. a male but mm-hmm. um said that he was sitting and watching tv uh watching like ball games and he was eating food on like a um what do you call the little trays like a you, tv tray a tv tray yeah mm-hmm. so like eating you know and watching a game with a tv tray or whatever and i could not like philip and i were both looking at each other and i was like i don't I don't know, but she said mm-hmm. felt she felt like it was for me. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of what else she said. There was like a military man that came through, but we still couldn't figure that one out because like we thought at first it could have been Philip's grandpa because he was in the Marines, I believe. Huh. Um, we thought maybe it could have been him, but then we were like, no, I don't think it is because she mentioned like, I don't remember what letter she mentioned. It was a different name uh, or a different um, a letter that we wouldn't have known. It wasn't like an L or a G because uh, that would have been his grandpa if it was like an L because his, his grandpa was Louie. Okay. Um, and his middle name was Genoa. Mm-hmm. So it with a G. So mm-hmm. like it wasn't, I don't know. We just, we could not figure it out. Hmm. I don't so know. Was, I don't know. I don't know, but now I want to do some research. Girl, did I ever tell you by the time I in uh 12th grade for English class, we had to do an essay. Mm-hmm. I had Mr. Eeks. Um okay. he always called us dumbasses. <laughs> Literally every day he was like, You bunch of dumbasses. Lovely. And like we would draw him on the board and we <laughs> literally left it up. Oh, like, we drew it with a with a dry erase marker and it looked so fucking funny because it was like a cartoonish looking face and he had like a really big nose mm-hmm. and then we'd have like a quote going like we had three hairs on his head because he was like balding and mm-hmm. we'd have the quote in front of it and it said bunch of dumbass <laughs> i will never forget that it was me um in english we had to do uh like a I don't know if it was an essay or if it was just a report. I don't remember, but it was on the paranormal. And I don't know if you remember that, but you went to the library with me and I I had to go get books. Yeah. Your mom worked at the library. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like they're together. Yeah. I was doing mine on paranormal. Uh, And 
I like had gotten a bunch of books about the paranormal or whatever, and I wrote all this shit out. I don't even remember what the fuck. I'm pretty sure I got like a C or a D on it too. And I was pissed because oh. that triggered my memory of the coach that we had in U.S. history class that we talked about on our one podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how he gave me a fucking C on my Lucy report that I did. And I did that really nice poster with glitter mm-hmm. and everything. And he done pissed me off. Yeah. And I was like, really? Because I literally used my knowledge of Lucille Ball to write this paper. Okay. I didn't need your fucking books, your encyclopedias, or your Wikipedias. I didn't need any of that. Encyclopedias. Talking about. They don't exist anymore, probs. (laughs) Um. I don't see why they would. Like, what would be their purpose when I'm walking around with the wealth exactly. of knowledge of the internet of the world on my phone? Although, exactly, we can't believe yeah. everything that's on there. So, <laughs> it's my nerves. But anyway, I was mad that I got that on my paper on paranormal, and I was trying to like study up on it because. Mm-hmm. I was interested in it. I knew that I had experiences, but I wanted to write about it. And mm-hmm. yeah, and I had, we, he had a teacher's aide, first of all, and I did not like that teacher's aide. And mm-hmm. his teacher's aide was like, I don't know, he was like a real smug college bitch. And I was just mm-hmm. like, I really don't like you. And every day he would say, true that. And I was like, I'm going to fucking knock you out. True that. I'm a true that. Stop trying to talk like that. Sorry, Walk him over this desk at you. God. I hated that guy. But anyway. Um, I'm highly interested in the paranormal. It's just that I haven't experienced a lot of things with it. I'm mm-hmm. very, like, I want to do more research into, okay. like, what people think causes the, like, unrestful spirits like why does everybody think those spirits are at they're not at rest and like they are uneasy or malignant or something like that you know what Mm -hmm. I mean because I feel like that's like an undertone of a lot of things but at the same time I think a lot of shows focus more on spirits that haven't laid to rest yet mm-hmm. and not just spirits or energies that just have continued on you see what i'm saying right yeah yeah okay. okay it's almost like they have a message that they need to convey or you know you know what i mean like there yes. could be people that died um like under unusual circumstances Mm -hmm. you know it could be somebody that was murdered and Mm -hmm. no one knows who their killer is right type thing and they want somebody to know like they're still you know sometimes and they're 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 just stuck sometimes they're just stuck they don't and some of them i will say are afraid to move on they're afraid that they are they're afraid that if they 
go into the light that they're going to end up getting sent to hell and they will mm-hmm. literally stay here because yes. they don't they're like i'd rather just be here than i'm right. not going to hell right like i'd rather just stay I mean, on I this that. plane I don't go either. exactly <laughs> it's like no one wants to do that it's not the goal no one wants to burn in a fiery pit right but we you know go to the 10th circle and have that happen like no anyway. yeah so but yeah that was i mean i'm still a little like oh my gosh we talked to a television presenter on our podcast yeah like i'm that's a big deal shook it that was awesome <laughs> and uh i know i think that went well and it was it was good it was I'm going to go binge watch now on Discovery Plus. Girl, me too. It's got it's got me in the Ghost Brothers spirit. Right? They're fun. I like them. But thanks yes. again for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed our... Sleeping with the bedroom door closed or open? Open. I'm both. I have to yeah. keep on closed because of my cats. Mm-hmm. I have... I don't remember if I told you, but I adopted another cat after Ke- after Kevin. No, her name's Pip. Oh Girl. wait, you okay? I remember part of that, but okay, it's a cat, a girl cat. <laughs> yeah, oh. her name's Pip Squeak, but we oh. call her Pippy or Pip. Oh my god! Yeah, she's cute. She's a little twerty, twerty Give cat. Me a picture after this. Um, yes, I will. She's <laughs> so cute, but she and Kevin are running amok at night and they're all over the fucking house oh. and i have to keep my door closed because they'll come in and wake me up or they'll knock shit off of tables oh lovely <laughs> so to keep from having a punt a cat over the fence i will close my door <laughs> plus i don't want chili going anywhere because chili you know my other cat chili mm-hmm. she's she stays on the bed and that's my little protector so i don't need her going anywhere you ain't going nowhere, Chili. You're going to stay right here at the end of this bed and protect right. me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're but funny. sometimes I'm like, I prefer it to be open. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have cats running around, I don't, I hate having it closed. It bothers me that it is closed, but I have mm-hmm. to have it closed. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I okay. Prefer- so, oh, go ahead. I was going to just say, I, I prefer, it makes the heating actually flow better. So yeah, and I'm it does in my sleep. So open. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. I feel that it does, and it like because if the heat's on, it makes it stifling in there, mm-hmm. and then if the air's on, it makes it even colder. And it's like, no, I'd rather have the whatever right. circulating. Like I need airflow, need circulation. Exactly. Um, okay, misunderstood after death or forgotten after death. I mean, I'm going to be misunderstood either way, so I guess misunderstood. Like, it's fine. Like, Yeah. Hey, ain't nobody trying to be forgotten. Right. Anybody trying to be forgotten? But if you do, it's uh-uh. okay. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what will I care? I ain't going to be here. Right. Like, I will not be here. Or I'm will not- I? I'm not. I'm moving on to the upper room. Because I um, don't want to stay. Thank you. It's called resting for a reason. A reason. Yeah, girl. We're trying to rest up in this bitch. 
<laughs> we ain't trying to like stress out still. Don't worry. Getting off Earth is a blessing. Okay. Yeah. What you said. Getting off this place. Deuces. It's fine. Bye, guy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Cooking or being cooked for? Uh, being cooked for? <laughs> hmm. Like half the time, I, I say that. Like I just, I just don't want to. Like I just don't have the motivation to like make some elaborate thing. I mean, like I used to because I was experimenting because I was interested in food. But now I'm like, no, somebody else cook. We're getting older. We need somebody to pamper us. That would be so nice. You know, mm-hmm. girl, we talked about that before. You know, we need like a maid, a butler, a pool boy, mm-hmm. a chef. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. If I ever win a lottery, get a writing contract, anything like that, the first thing I'm doing is getting a personal chef. First thing I'm doing. Yes. yes. If I said that, Nick would be like, so, so we trying to get Gordon Ramsay? And I'd be like, that would literally take all of our money all of it and he would say no still like exactly he would be like like, no no No. yeah he he don't have to cook anymore okay he making money ordering everybody around the kitchen called hell's kitchen he's (laughs) only got like 13 restaurants and most of them have michelin stars like what did you it's fine exactly it's fine. Yeah, he ain't trying to cook no more. Mm. I bet you he don't even cook anymore at home. He probably is like, mm, uh-uh. <laughs> don't blame him though. Right? Um, I would want, I, w- I mean, I would want to cook mm. also because I like cooking. Like it's, it's like a stress reliever for me, but mm-hmm. only if I didn't have a job. Like I wish I could cook all the time because it's a stress reliever for me, mm-hmm. but it also induces a little bit of stress because I worry about what I have to cook all the time and I hate that like every week I come up with a menu something new every day and I'm like there's only so much stuff I can find on Pinterest and in my old recipe book because I well I should say books because I have so many of them but you know I like to bake bacon's my thing yes now bacon's different though I feel Mm -hmm. like coming up with like fun baking recipes like that might be fun but like just cooking for people to eat and then not say thank thank you you. is it that hard not interested Mm, i know girl i don't think i ever get a thank you oh girl you be girl you be putting your whole leg and stuff not just the foot the leg girl oh yeah, throwing down. Y'all don't understand. She throws down. Thank you. She throws down. Thank you. And makes yes. it pretty on top of that. Thank you. Thank I'm over you. here cooking meatloaf with no ketchup or nothing on it. But here's some meat. Exactly, girl. Girl. Mm. Making that meatloaf. That homemade meatloaf ain't nothing like it. I right. Sometimes it. I just but... make myself a little baby meatloaf just for the fun of it. Hey, girl when I ain't got nobody in the house <laughs> when I'm old and decrepit apparently because I won't have everybody in the damn house till I'm old and decrepit but when I'm all by myself mm-hmm. single with cats I'm gonna be cooking for me and the cats 
Right. Exactly. I'm going to make me a little mini meatloaf. Exactly. How about sometimes, that? sometimes and I'm going to put it in a muffin tin. mini meatloaf. You get one of those. Yes, a muffin tin. There's a Pinterest for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Okay. Um, a store where every item is free mm. or a restaurant where every dish is calorie free. store where everything's free because sometimes you need the calories yeah you got you gotta have calories to survive right. i Your mean body like, needs it yeah so, you have yeah. to have them but That's at least you so can get healthy stuff and not spend an arm and a leg exactly like mm-hmm. grocery store but then it would get looted and it would suck and have nice things sometimes yeah agreed okay see the future or change the past oh see the future fuck the past i don't know dude uh that gives me really bad anxiety to see the future if i know what's coming for me i'm just gonna be one anxious asshole but see i like to be prepared like i prepare for i already prepare for things that are probably not gonna happen like I well, have yeah, same because that's anxiety. Yes, I know. But see, I preempt the anxiety by being prepared for this theoretical situation. And then I'm like, oh, over prepared. Okay. And then I move on. But then it's like if I am not prepared for something and it happens, then I'm like, ah. I didn't well so, all right then for some reason that didn't take up on my side but I feel you agree <laughs> you crack me up oh I don't know like I feel like there are things I might change in the past but then it's like if you mm-hmm. change it it changes everything you know mm-hmm. it's the butterfly effect one yes. little thing mm-hmm. can change how everything is right now in the mm-hmm. moment but then I always think, how would things be if I did change that? Like, would my life be better? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just, I like, like you said, I know you like overprepared and everything for, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. Cause you'd be expecting things. And I'm the same right. way. Like mm-hmm. I'm constantly expecting, I'm expecting the worst at all times. At all times. Yes. Um, yeah. At all times. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I for sure know, like it's confirmation, I know what is actually coming. Mm-hmm. I'll just die. I will huh? just die. You will just die? I will just, just fall over dead because it'll be so much anxiety that my heart will just stop. I will be deceased. DOA. Law, have mercy. Dead on arrival. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Okay. Zombies or vampires? Vampires. I knew you were going to say vampires, bitch. I knew it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you already know what I'm going to say. I know. Zombies. <laughs> Slow zombies or fast zombies? Slow. The fast ones terrify me. I'm not that terrified of slow ones, okay? I'm going to need them to be walking dead slow. If they are zombie land fast, oh, I'm going to freak the fuck out. I'm dead because I can't run. I can run, but I can't run fast enough. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Them zombie land ones, they be coming at you yeah. like 20 miles an hour. Right. I can't run 20. I do want to run three. Lord have mercy. You crack me up, girl. <laughs> oh, side note. I don't know if you knew this either. What? But Dalen was on The Walking Dead. What? Mm-hmm. What? I believe it was season two. I was going to ask him about it, but I didn't get to that question. That's okay. Yeah, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, but yeah, he was on season two, and I I feel like he was an extra or something. I don't remember what he said, but you know they film in Georgia, and then he's in Atlanta. Oh, right, like that's where that, he lives. right. That makes sense. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that was an interesting and fun episode. I want to talk about yes, again. Absolutely, and the fact that we've already got like. A somewhat invitation there from Dalen right? to do a work again in the future. That would be awesome. Be um, and by the way, if you don't know, Ghost Brothers streaming on Discovery Plus. Mm-hmm. He has a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Just look for Dalen Spratt. It, his new content is mm-hmm. Graveyard Shift. The Graveyard Shift. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where he goes out and investigates graveyards on his own. He's doing it solo. He does have a guest star on one of them, though. I will say that that was pretty cool. Um, and you can find him on Instagram at Dale and Spratt. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find Ghost Brothers Instagram. Just look up Ghost Brothers. I'm pretty sure it's at Ghost Brothers, but I could be I could be wrong. Just search Ghost Brothers. You'll find it. <laughs> uh, the other two Ghost Brothers are Jawan Mass and Marcus Harvey. You can find them at Jawan Mass at Marcus Harvey on Instagram. And obviously you can find us on Instagram at Social Sanity Podcast. And if you need to uh, give us any sort of advice, <laughs> if you need to send us an email of any sorts, you just want to say, hey, send us an email at social sanity podcast at gmail.com and also subscribe please like and subscribe yeah, like this and is subscribe. our first youtube video do the thumb yes. do the bell thank you yes. we appreciate it we love you we need to come up with a name for our listeners oh yeah oh my gosh next episode tune in yeah we're gonna think about it <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.